How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome into another episode of Suncast. Y'all, we start the episodes usually. I ask y'all, I love y'all. Y'all are great. I ask y'all how y'all are doing. I got a feeling if you reside in West Palm Beach and you're wearing navy and baby blue, you're having a pretty fine night. The Kaiser Seahawks have brought home the conference's first football red banner. Uh, we were just there watching it. Incredible. I mean, an incredible foot football game. The nerves got up in the fourth quarter. We are joined uh, by a very special guest guy that started covering NAI football a few years ago, the uh, NAI F-Ball podcast. Corey Thorpe is joining us. Corey, really appreciate you, man. Hey, absolutely. It's my pleasure to come on and, and talk football. And, man, that was a great game, wasn't <laughs> it? It was. You know, it, it got around the end of the third quarter. It was like, all right, maybe this last 15 minutes, maybe cut some cigars, maybe start chilling some champagne. And then Northwest said, hold on, we're still a team that hadn't lost in two years. Uh, until today, though, Kaiser wins. Coach uh, Doug Sosha in year six of the football program, excuse me, the Kaiser Seahawks football program. He has brought home a red banner, like I said, first one at the Sun Conference. Uh, Corey, you know, uh, I've been doing Suncast a couple, uh, couple of years now. This was the first one I got to see uh, in person as far as bringing a red banner to the Sun Conference. There's so so many storylines uh, uh, to get into. However, I I feel like where, where we have to start is with Mr. Jaden Meisinger. I think there were a lot of great players on the field today. And I, I saw a lot of All-American lists. Um, there, there were a couple that had him first-team All-American. Those who did not have first-team All-American, I think he uh, took notice. And what a game from him. What was it, 267 yards on the ground for, for Mr. Meisinger? Yeah, looking it up, 261, 11.9 yards per carry. I mean, he came out of the blocks. First play of from scrimmage. Yeah. Went 70. Look, you have... A Kaiser squad who is missing their starting quarterback. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to get into that in Mr. Wake today. You, If you're Northwestern's defense, there is no way on God's green earth that you think for a microsecond they're going to throw the ball the first play from scrimmage. You know they're running it. Yeah. I mean, even if Bryce was playing, you would think, they're still going to run the ball. They're probably going to run yeah, the ball. But, but now, you know, they're running. There's no there, there's, there's no question about this. Right. Somehow, and, I, and I'll have to go back and watch watch the film to see because Jaden just went through the line and he was off to the daggum races. It would it hole open up size of a Mack truck and out comes Meisinger. If we're going to talk about... Uh, I, what I think was a huge point of the game in, in the trenches on both sides, but I want to start on that Kaiser offensive line. I really thought they imposed their will on a really good Northwestern defensive line. I mean, when you have a backup quarterback, you got to think, backup quarterback, majority of the time, he's taking reps with the second string offensive line. A lot of time throughout the year, throughout the practice, maybe work them in with the first team four situations like they were in today, but still, that that, that's a factor. And he got sacked zero times. They run the ball for 300-plus yards. I mean, what can you say about the Kaiser offensive line today? You know, it was it was incredible. I, I wish we had a term for offense like we do for defense standing on their head. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the Kaiser offensive line was impeccable today. I mean, whether it was Burnett, whether it was Meisinger, there were a couple times that even 
uh, Cad Daddy himself got out there and, and, and did the quarterback scramble a little bit. That's what essentially put the game on ice. I'm not sure if that was a play call or if he just decided to pull it out of the belly of either Burnett or Miser. I'm not sure the running back was on that third down, but he scrambled and very smartly slid down right outside the red zone, and uh, then it was cigar-cutting time after that. It was. I mean, that Northwestern defensive line just... You know, that, that was a defensive line that shut down a really, really good Georgetown right. rushing attack the week prior. And you think, okay, this is this is a defensive line that will probably be able to hold their own. And um, they just got overwhelmed. Yeah, they did. And it, um, when you stay in the tr- trenches, you flip it on the, the other side, the Kaiser defensive line. A lot of pressure. We saw Maddox, number uh, big number 17, huge game, two sacks, that forced fumble, which ended up... Uh, being a massive play in the game because that led to a touchdown, which was very much needed late. I mean, the Kaiser defensive line, um, the pressure that they had, I think that was uh, – now, did they get to him every time? No. Look, Jalen Graham says phenomenal. I mean, player of the year, he was honored before the game, deserves it and everything, no doubt. But he was able uh, uh, to move around a good bit, but he was sacked four times. That hasn't happened this year, but what I think the big thing is when you look at the box score with Jalen was the the completion percentage that he had. He got hit early and often, and I think that really affected some of his decision making. And there were some passes. There were a couple times I looked at some people on the sideline and said, "I wonder how many times he's missed that pass this year." Yeah, there were a couple times where it, it looked like maybe he thought uh, his wide receiver might have had the DB beat and was and was trying to go uh, down. And, and hit that go route, and the DB or the wide receiver did not believe that he had him beat. And I think there's a, a little bit of a miscommunication on the on the option routes there for Northwestern. Uh, you know, Gramstad does not normally rush for less than 50 yards. 18 attempts for 47, and you factor in four sacks for 36 yards. I mean, there was a time, there's, and look, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on, on Northwestern or their rushing attack or anything, but I know the stats said they were good. There was, up until, I mean, late into the game, I think late third quarter, maybe in fourth quarter, they had negative rushing yards. Yeah, and they did not finish with a, with a whole lot. Um, finishing with 51, I believe it was, yeah, yards rushing on 30 rushing attempts, good for 1.7 yards. The you know, I said on, on our show uh, that the, the way that, that Kaiser stops that Northwestern attack and uh, is able to slow it down no matter what you have there is via penetration. And Kaiser was just a menace in the backfield today. Yeah, you know, uh, we had Coach Sochon, uh th- this past week uh, ahead of the big game, and uh, my last question to him was, "Why do you love football?" And we had we both had uh, similar answers uh, when I gave mine too. It's it's just the ultimate team sport, and I don't want to hurt your heart as a Florida State fan, but with the backup <laughs> quarterback situation and everything. But you and I, we were both standing there on the on the sideline, and we were like, I remember I tapped you. I'm like, uh, Bryce Beasley is in street clothes right now and we all found that out uh i think everybody the media uh the broadcasters everybody kind of figured out it'd be justin wake making his first start in a seahawk uniform and like coach social said is the ultimate team sport the o-line stepped up some receivers made some big plays but i think justin played really well today a couple mistakes here or there but 10 of 
18. Uh, obviously, the, the play to, to ice it at the end. I mean, what do you think of his performance today? I mean, 10 of 15, anytime you can throw for 67% completion percentage, you're going to be all right. I mean, your yards per completion is a little low for, for what you would really want. Um, one of those interceptions leads to six points for Northwestern. The other one, I believe, I can't remember if that came to anything off the top of my head, but he did... Look, at Kaiser University, you can you can have a certain type of quarterback. Yeah. At Morningside, you need you need a quarterback who is going to be able to run your offense, throw your receivers open and really be um a Tom Brady. The guy, the the, 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 guy. the dude. Yeah. At Kaiser, you don't need a Tom Brady. I mean, we are seeing him. Mean, it's now two years in a row. A backup quarterback comes in. This time, now championship. Last year, we saw Bryce do it himself for Shea. Come into Morningside. I mean, plus you know how hard it is to go win there. And back-to-back -back years, two backup quarterbacks in uh, the longest winning streaks in NAI football. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you know, you got to know your role. And and the the biggest the biggest pass that I think he made all day was that thirty yard play action touchdown over the middle to to, oh, what a pass. to push it. I mean it was it was perfect. That was going into the end zone where the where the wind was coming at you too. Right. So I mean that was that was a really well thrown ball. You mentioned uh, the the wind there. It was definitely a factor. I mean, we saw Nico, a great kicker for Kaiser. I mean he the, the, that first field goal he missed. I, there's not a lot of college kickers. Uh, not, definitely none in it. Very few in the NAI, and I don't know many of college trying to kick a 40 yard field goal and 20 mile an hour win. It's very difficult. He did have a big uh, a field goal for them in the 10 point win. Um, you know, special teams guy. I got to talk talk a little a little bit uh, special teams. Uh, Matthew Desoto, the punter. He did something that I, I think is one of the hardest things to do as a punter, which is sit on your butt for three quarters and then go out in fourth quarter and deliver a great punt inside the 20 yard line, 44 yard banger for the brand out of Boyd Matty, uh, champion of character in the Sun Conference. Too uh, love to see that. But I think special teams. Um, you, you know, we, we talked about how they were able to get after. Uh, the quarterback and how the offensive line imposed their will and Jaden um, back up and a backup quarterback. I think what happened on special teams, specifically on the kickoff return unit today for Kaiser and what they did, what Coach Sosha and Coach uh, Justin Hilliker, the special teams coordinator for the Seahawks, did today was massive. I don't know if you noticed, but pretty good idea not to kick the window floor. I mean, I, I mean as a guy that has had to kick it, you know, it's not fun. But um, they were trying to kick it to him, um, and they. Uh, ended up kicking it to Trey Lubin, who we will talk about plenty here in just a minute. Maybe the play play of the game uh, that he had, but as soon as that ball's kicked, they flip, and you got you got Vanderpool, Burnett, all the boys up front. They're gonna get get the blocks multiple times. Where just doing that flip, you um, where they're trying to kick it away. They say you're gonna kick it away. Well, as soon as you kick it, we're gonna change up how we look. I saw that from that back end zone. I'm like, that's brilliant. They do that, and Wendell uh, sets up Kaiser up a couple times after kickoff. But probably the play, the play of the game, the biggest momentum shift without a doubt, 24-21. Red Raiders, they've looking like they might do it again, come back on Kaiser in, in the fourth quarter, and then squib kick because they finally said, there is no way we're going to let Wendell get the ball. Smart, until Mr. Trey Lubin does. I mean, some could argue it wasn't even his biggest play of the game. He made another big one the next drive, but picks it up in about a 70-yard scamper for a touchdown. I mean, the special teams are, hey, massive today. I almost wondered if in that fourth quarter you would just come off of a um, 
an onside kick. You caught Kaiser by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, it was and it was successful. Um, you know, after we looked at it for about twenty minutes. Actually, I was fine with that. It gave me a chance to run upstairs and charge my phone a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I almost thought, yeah, you could probably get away with doing it again. Yeah, because um, no one, yeah. no one in their right mind is going to sit here and think, you know what? They're about to onside kick it again. Yeah, and I think even the first time when uh, when it was uh, 24-14 and they do the first onside kick, uh, great. It, it wasn't like a traditional side kick. It was one where like the kicker recovers it. There was like 99% of me was obviously upset about it, but 1% one, <laughs> 1% was like, good job, kicker. But it was, it was, it was really well uh, executed. But um, – uh, anyways, it wasn't like, I don't think it was like Kaiser wasn't ready for it that first time when it was 24-14. I, 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 they, it was just a hell of a kick. Um, and then the the, the first two guys from uh, the kick and see, they got their blocks and it was really well executed. I agree with you. I, I think they could have done it again, but that squib kick um, t- to Trey Lubeman, I mean, massive. Because I mean, because you, you know good and well the point of the squib kick is to give you a little bit more time to get down there, and maybe it ricochets off something. This oblate spheroid we call a football bounces funny sometimes. Yeah. Um, and weird things happen because it's a funny-shaped ball. But you you, you you think you get a little bit more time to get, get down there, and I don't know if they just got outside of their lanes or what, but I no. mean... There's no way you should be able to return a squib kick for a touchdown. No, and you think back to it, and like it wasn't like it was a bad squib kick or anything. I, mean, right. I, don't, I, don't, a, I don't know how you quantify it. Quantify, no, it was a good kick. Yeah, but I, I think maybe, I mean, and I'm sure <laughs> that hindsight's twenty twenty, but I'm sure that they're looking back and like, man, maybe just do a little pooch kick uh, to, uh, you know, uh, Burnett, Vanderpool, and, you know, just let them fair catch it. But looking back on it, I'm sure glad, they're glad that, that, that wasn't um, – how it went, but I tell you, man, I, I mean, incredible. I mean, for the Sun Conference uh, to, to get a football red banner, I mean, uh, j- just from you covers all NAI football, I mean, what do you think this means, like a national landscape as far as the Sun Conference is concerned? Well, I mean, you, you look at the Sun Conference, and a, a long, long time ago, the Sun played as its own conference. Right. Uh, Southeastern runs the show. Um, you you go in, you, you lose Edward Waters to D2, you become a part of the Mid-South Conference right. as, as one of their divisions while you kind of, you, you figure out what's going on. You start to add some teams, Florida Memorial, St. Thomas, um, Thomas, heck. Yeah. Um, you know that recruiting hotbed they have. Uh, yeah, I mean, South Georgia is a great place to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> why do you think Florida State's won three national championships? They're built out of South Georgia. I might uh, be I might be giving you some breaking news. Did you see the transfer y'all just got from Georgia? <laughs> Mr. Marvin Jones, he's going to wreak some havoc. I am so happy about that. Um, but you're able to break off again as a, as a conference, as the Sun. And instead of existing in some purgatory like the Sooner or uh, the the Frontier uh, rip, um, you know, you're able to to put a team on the national stage that acquits themselves, that gets deep in the playoffs. Now you've got two teams in Kaiser and St. Thomas that are able, look, if St. Thomas hadn't played Kaiser, they probably would have gotten to the quarters. I, I I, I say this with just about no doubt. I think 
if you're not Northwestern, Kaiser, maybe Grandview, I don't think you're beating St. Thomas this year in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Georgetown would be a good game, sure, but I mean, they're they're great, but uh, we'll have another day to talk about St. Yeah. Thomas and Far Memorial, and I'd love to, love to have you on uh, again at some point to talk more about you know, Sun Conference football going forward. As we saw what St. Thomas done the last couple of years, and this year with Far Memorial. Uh, did and you know southeastern can wake up at any moment. Uh, at some point they're going to, and it's it's gonna be they'll they'll decide they want to play football again, and they'll they've got all the facilities in the world to be able to oh, pull yeah. it off. Um, but to be able to do that, it gives what Kaiser did last year mm. set the stage for the Sun Conference and allowed the Sun to to basically say, no, you're going to put some respect on our name. Oh yeah, because let me tell you something. Even though that this what like 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 you know everybody knows I didn't quote unquote cover football that that Josh did that until, until I, I was done playing. When St. Thomas didn't get in the playoff last year, <laughs> woo, brother, I was ready to make a drive somewhere. I was I was not happy. I you know what the, the performance they had against Reinhardt. I mean just just yeah. kick their teeth teeth in, and then we we see what what Kaiser's done this year, man. It's it's incredible, and it's and it's a great. It's great by the sun to make sure that you are out there, and you, you know you're. You've got to add a couple more teams, uh, sure. so that you can quit playing some of these D two matchups, some of these FCS matchups that you've got to play. Right. Because um, the, the, like it or not, the NAI is going away from out of conference, and it's going to become very difficult to find it. An, yeah. an out of conference matchup against a good NAI squad. And it's even, and you know, just. Call a spade a spade. It's even more difficult to try to get a team to come play down in Florida in yeah, August. Because you got to. Well, not only is it tough to do it in August, it's tough to do it anytime because any journey down to South Florida is going to cost you. It's going to be a flight. Oh yeah. And you're going to have charter plane. You're going to have to do all this. And let me tell you, uh, planes ain't cheap. No. Um. So you you've got to find a couple more more members. Whether you can sweet talk someone like a life. Into into adding a football team now that they've got a flag team, maybe that's a way that they they kind of transition over. Maybe you can see if you can sweet talk Faulkner into coming into the Sun and getting out of the Mid South. Could even maybe see a team like a Mobile, maybe if they if they ended up getting a team. Get the Rams to do it. That's uh, that's that's one of the teams I'd love to see. It maybe uh, maybe you see if uh, if Taldega mm -hmm. would do it. I mean, you you've got. Uh, and another another school that I know is a long way away from this. They actually call football the F word up there. But, <laughs> but I mean, Georgia Gwinnett, they've had pretty good success uh, in all of their yeah, programs. No, I've 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 about given up on on Georgia yeah. Gwinnett doing it. But I mean, if they if they did, huh. I mean, Georgia's a huge even even the north part of Georgia oh, is yeah, a I mean, huge they're, they're right up there. I mean, that's Buford area. Oh, get all these kids yeah. out of out of. Look, Nowheresville, Georgia produces more D1 players. Oh, I know, than, brother. I'm from Nowheresville, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I played against them. I remember I, I, I ain't a big guy now, but I was a sophomore, 140 pounds. There, I don't remember your name. Some four-star commit to, from Valdosta. He four-star committed to Auburn. I punted to him, and uh, yeah, the rest of my punts went out of bounds that night. That's the <laughs> least, but but You're um, done with that. yeah, yeah. But um, I, it, just transitioning back to Kaiser and, and what they did today, um, it, 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 spe it speaks to their program. I mean, there was not a worried face. I mean, mm -hmm. how many teams do you do you know that your quarterback, whether or not it, it, you, you said it earlier, I mean, Kaiser's not a 
you don't need uh, uh, Jalen Gramstead to, to go out there and do, do incredible stuff. But still, how many teams, if your quarterback goes down, it's just a mental. Uh, probably about 93 out of the 95 uh, NAI teams. Yeah, and I think two of them, uh, two, two of them, they're not mentally tough. Probably play today. Um, just two more, two more points. I, I want want to lead you with. Unless you have, do you have any more uh, th- thoughts about no. the game? Two more, two more things I wanted to say. One, so Northwestern won by ten last year. Kaiser won by ten this year. We think the odds are we get a best two out of three situation. It's it's like that George Lucas quote. It's like poetry. It yeah. rhymes. That's right. It needs to happen. You know. So we've we've got a. You know, I, I love baseball. You gotta have a rubber match. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you got. You know, I love softball. So I'm, I'm right there, right there with you. you. Gotta get it. Last and last and kind of transitioning in uh, front with that question. Look at that Seahawk roster. There's a lot of production. A lot of their there were a lot back. of sophomore and freshmen. You look at who they could be. They could be losing Jaden. Could lose Wendell. Who both those guys have another year. I don't know if maybe. Maybe I, look. There's nothing better than going out a champion, except going out a back-to-back champion. And I think other than that, I think maybe Bryce, maybe and you look at the O line. You look at that defense. I mean, I think Bryce is a senior. He's transferred. I, he transferred in. Yeah, I think he's a senior. Senior. I don't. I think. I don't think he has eligibility. By I don't, I don't I know, think so. Pretty sure Jaden and Wendell do. We'll see what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, they. They both. They both do. Um. I mean, you know. Shea Spencer took a medical red shirt. That's right. He, he'll be back. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about a guy who led you to the, the national championship game last year. Yeah, and I, you don't think he wants to come back and get a, and get one playing? Come on. And then uh, this guy today. I mean, yeah, he acquitted himself nicely today. I mean, there's nothing more that you could have asked out of him, so I think your quarterback position is going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, They're going to get, I mean, Andrew Burnett will be back. Yeah. Whether he's back and he's our RB1 or if he's RB1A again with Jaden, and if he is one, you got to assume there'll be another guy just how he was to Jaden, how Jaden yeah. w- was uh, to Burgess. Yeah. Now, now look, if, if I'm Meisinger and, and I've got, you know, the CFL, Sniffing around, you gotta go. You gotta go. I mean, as a running back, especially. Yeah, your playing years are so so short. Mm-hmm. And if someone is 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 really high on you and is gonna take a chance on you, you, you gotta go. You gotta go make your money while your body is is gonna let you do it. Do you think he has that capability of think, playing at that level, I, I or even at the end? Uh, I, I I think he definitely could. I mean, you you saw what he was able to do. I mean, yeah, the line was able to to free him a little bit, but you know he was tearing through tackles. Oh yeah, and, uh, they could not. T- and look, Northwestern's got a great defense. Yeah, great defense. It's a top it, five defense. Yeah, and it it looked like when now I don't want to say looked like, but there were times when they were trying to tackle him. It was like a high school football team trying to tackle him. Right, but I'm, don't don't worry. There, there, there is probably about another twelve teams that, that that had that same problem. Right, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a distinct possibility that he could. I mean, crap. I mean, make it to an NFL practice squad. Even I mean, yeah. we had a kid from Baker last year that made the Seahawks practice squad. There's a 
you know, there, there was a lineman from Culver Stockton that uh, actually made the Titans active roster this year. Wow. Um, they're, they're few and far between, unfortunately, from the NAI, but, I mean, you can, you can make it. Yeah. And if, someone, if, if there's someone sniffing around, you've got to go. You've got to go make that name for the NAI. Absolutely. Well, Corey, uh, really appreciate it. You got, you got anything else you, uh, you want to say to people? Nah. It, if you want to follow me, that's, that's fantastic. NAIF ball everywhere you can find us. Yep. And we appreciate y'all from, from Suncast. Yes, sir. Keeping us straight, and you know, it's uh, I get we get like a month and a half off, and then it's flag season. That's how I feel. It's like uh, as, soon, as soon as I'm done, I've already sent out questionnaires for NAISB. We're getting that going, and folks, we got basketball uh, going on. Obviously, we got a lot a lot of teams do, doing great things uh, with with basketball. We just saw uh, today actually uh, St. Thomas beat number fifteen. Uh, uh, Cumberland's, yeah, nice, nice little little win. Nice little um, win. But we'll, we'll be talking a lot more basketball. We'll have Manny on. We'll have Josh on. Uh, we're we're going to talk uh, probably more about about what happened today with Kaiser again. Congratulations to them, Coach Sosha, uh, everybody down there. Another red banner. They're going to start start running out of space down there in West Palm. <laughs> That's what Palm they were Beach. telling us. We, we got to figure out where we're going to put this thing. What a problem to have. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, congratulations, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, Corey. Appreciate you, man.